First and foremost, it's essential to depict the mountains meticulously, gradually fading the ink as it reaches the mountain's edges, allowing room for the effect of the clouds. Within the blank spaces, there are also smaller clouds gently billowing. The process of painting must be unhurried. Chen Jinjiang is a master of painting who blends traditional Chinese ink techniques with Western aesthetics. Since the 1950s, he has created a large number of landscape paintings capturing the beauties of China. In this edition of Footprints, let's delve into his lifelong dedication to painting meticulous landscapes where every single stroke tells a tale of immersion, observation and unwavering passion. Every morning, Chen Jinjiang, now in his 90s, takes a short walk with his cane in his courtyard. Stepping outside his home in Guangzhou, he is greeted by the scenery he cherishes, ready to be translated onto his canvas. One of the sketches he has made during such walks depicts a group of trees, old and young, big and small, demonstrating the vitality of nature. In fact, Chen Jinjiang is a prominent figure in the Lingnan School of Painting, which is famous for blending traditional Chinese ink techniques with modern aesthetics. The group comprises artists mainly from Guangdong province in southern China. One of their centers of art learning is the Guangzhou Academy of Fine Arts. As a professor of the institute, Chen excels in painting landscapes with meticulous brushwork. He combines Western techniques of form, light and shade with traditional Chinese ink and brush techniques, infusing his works with a distinct personal style. Critics have hailed his art as taking the Lingnan style of landscape painting to new heights. His innovative approach to his creations continues even in his 90s. In 2021, he traveled to the mangrove forests in Jiangjiang city of Guangdong province and Beihai city in the neighboring Guangxi Zhuang Autonomous Region to do plein air or open air painting. Chun stayed there for three days in total. With remarkable vitality, he commenced his plein air painting immediately upon arriving at each site. Sometimes I would paint for three hours. Sometimes for two hours, without a break. After returning to Guangzhou, Chen Jinjiang spent over two months crafting a meticulous brushwork landscape called Ocean Forest. The painting measures 1.8 meters in length and 96 centimeters in width. Given his advanced age, this proved a formidable challenge, not only for his painting skills, but also for his eyesight, dexterity and stamina. In the painting, Chun inherited a traditional Chinese painting technique called raindrop texture strokes, which are typical of the works done by the 11th century painter Fan Quan. I've innovated new techniques in this painting. The style is a bit like that of Fan Quan, using raindrop texture strokes. 
Franquan employed elongated dots, and I opted for circular ones to convey the tree's three-dimensionality. A thin mist cloaks the mangrove forest, with the seagulls flying below it. Chen Jinjiang was born in 1929 in Bihang Village, Huazhou City in Guangdong Province. His early fascination with classical Chinese literature and painting led him to copy illustrations from ancient books and painting albums. Copying is a traditional way of learning in Chinese painting. During his secondary school years, he copied a painting called Three Mice by the early 20th century painter Gao Qifeng. Gao is one of the founders of the Lingnan School of Painting, a group of artists based in Guangdong province, who share similar painting styles. Chen's own version of the famous Three Mice painting won him the first prize at a county-level painting competition entered by middle school students. In 1947, 18-year-old Chen Jinjiang was admitted to the Chinese painting class of the Guangzhou Municipal College of Fine Arts, a precursor of today's Guangzhou Academy of Fine Arts. At that time, its principal was Gao Jianfu, another founding figure of the Lingnan School of Painting. Gao Jianfu advocated an artistic approach that combined Eastern and Western influences while integrating the past and the present. His art was directed towards addressing social realities and the struggles of the common folk in the 1930s, a time when China was mired in war, turmoil and poverty. His artistic portfolio included works like Flames of the Eastern Battlefield, reflecting the destruction of the Shanghai Oriental Library in 1932 during the Japanese invasion. Survival of the fittest, depicting the somber nature of predation among animals as a metaphor for societal darkness due to the war. And deeply saddened by the national crisis, a representation of the brutality of the invaders. Chen Jinjiang recalled the days when Principal Gao Jianfu conducted their art classes, frequently emphasizing the importance of engaging deeply with life. One day, we were learning bird and flower painting. Our teacher brought in an egret for us to draw. Just then, Gao Jianfu walked in and said, this specimen is for your reference, but you should visualize the egrets in your mind. Chinese painting is not about depicting lifeless subjects. In school, Chen Jinjiang not only received guidance from Gao Jianfu, but also from Guan Shanyue and Li Xiongcai, another two painting masters. His mentors didn't advocate a strict adherence to any particular style. Instead, they encouraged their students to study the works of ancient masters while also expressing their personal reflections on life. When Guan Shanyue and Li Xiongcai taught us, it wasn't about learning a specific style of painting, but about how to incorporate life into our art. Real life is crucial. Art that doesn't stem from that is hollow. Chen Jinjiang graduated in 1956 and became an assistant of Li Xiongcai. In the ensuing years, the two often went around China to do plein air paintings. 
On a journey to the picturesque Mount Huangshan in eastern China's Anhui province, Li Xiongzai suggested that his protégé focus on a single stone or tree instead of creating a panoramic landscape painting. Following his mentor's advice, Cheng created a work called Daybreak, elaborately depicting an old pine tree ready to embrace the first sunshine of a new day amidst a dense morning fog. The painting marked his first attempt at intricate brush and ink landscape painting. From then on, he embarked on the journey of doing landscape paintings with the traditional skill of meticulous brushwork. The decades he has spent in this artistic genre has resulted in the accumulation of thousands of drafts. I usually stay in each place for more than 10 days, observing the local scenery and people, and trying to understand them. It's only after that that I start painting. My students prefer to travel around, but I tell them to stay put, to stay as long as I do. I believe that only when you truly understand a place can you create good art. In 1975, Chen Jinjiang made a trip to Haifeng County in Guangdong province, where he and his students lived for some time to experience the local life up close. One scene of the raging ocean waves he observed there was later turned into his art. I saw the impact of the ocean water. The waves during high tide were breathtakingly beautiful. So I painted this piece. The painting, done in 1980, was called Soaring Dragon, Leaping Tiger. In the painting, he employed delicate lines to portray surging waves, utilizing various colors and compositional techniques to capture the grandeur of the ocean. The painting has won applause from many art critics, but Chen was not satisfied. The painting took on too much Western artistic influence and lacked a distinct Chinese essence. After completing it, I felt the painting didn't quite fit either Chinese or Western styles. This dissatisfaction led Chun to feel an overpowering urge to recreate the painting in 2006. The spark of inspiration was ignited when he read Chairman Mao Zedong's poem about the waves of Qinhuangdao a coastal area in northern China's Hebei province. Chairman Mao wrote in his poem, Endless waves crash with fishing boats outside Qinghuangdao. I then painted according to the feeling of endless waves crashing. Stroke by stroke, I portrayed the curling waves and the water cascading down. The water flows down from above, embodying the idea of water having a source. Chen Jinjiang's dedication to capturing nature's essence was unwavering. He often revisited his works, striving for perfection. In 1980, he led students on a two-month plein air expedition to a humid and mosquito-infested tropical rainforest on Hainan Island. Many students couldn't endure the conditions and left early, but Chen persisted and created the work called 
Southern Forest. This artwork was selected for the 6th National Art Exhibition held in 1984, yet Chun was again dissatisfied with it. In 2006, he redid the painting. He further refined the piece, adjusting its structure and colors. Taking a large traditional Chinese paper as his canvas, his recreation enlarged the original painting to convey the sense of the sprawling and lush forest. He mainly employed cooler colors, so the painting evoked the deep and tranquil atmosphere of a forest, so serene that it's almost intimidating. Due to its innovative composition, rich palette and intricate brushwork, the painting Southern Forest was later collected by the National Art Museum of China. Chun Jinjiang's dedication was also evident in his teaching. His home at the Guangzhou Academy of Fine Arts is just about 100 meters from the teaching building. Over the decades, it has been a routine for him to go there to observe his students' painting. One of his students, Li Jin Kun, now the vice chairman of the China Artists Association, recalls their time together. What strikes him the most was Chun Jinjiang's unwavering commitment to his art. He took us to do sketches outdoors every morning. Whenever we arrived at a location, he'd settle down to paint, then move on to the next spot. Rain or shine, mosquitoes or not, we would stay out until late in the evening before returning to our lodgings. During his breaks from teaching at school, Chen Jinjiang embarked on journeys with his students, sketching in various locales. He encouraged them to innovate rather than merely replicate his work. Chen especially recalled their trip to the Three Gorges of the Yangtze River in central China's Hubei province in the late 1980s. He and his students traced the path described by the 8th century poet Li Bai as a journey of a thousand miles on the Yangtze River, completed in a single day. We traveled along the Yangtze River, disembarked in the city of Yichang, and didn't pause for a moment. We switched to smaller boats and hopped from one place to another, staying in each place for several days to do plein air painting. Only after a month did we reach Chongqing. From these experiences, Chen Jinjiang eventually painted a monumental scroll spanning 12 meters, capturing the breathtaking panorama of the three gorges along the Yangtze River. The artwork starts by depicting the lush sandbanks seamlessly merging with the river water, followed by an expansive view of fields and villages. As one journeys downstream, mountains on both sides stretch to the sky, veiling the sun and creating a scene of pure vitality and flourishing beauty. Peaks and valleys transform with each twist and turn. The composition concludes with ethereal clouds and mist, leaving a lingering and tranquil impression. Chun Jinjiang had a strong attachment to this piece, as it gained much admiration from art critics and his mentors, Guan Shanyue and Li Xiongzai. In 1988, 
Chun, then almost 60 years old, was appointed a professor of Chinese painting at the Guangzhou Academy of Fine Arts. Although busy with tutoring his students, he continued his artistic creation with greater passion. Since then, he has drawn a wide variety of landscape paintings depicting the beauties of the Chinese land. In the 1990s, Chen Jinjiang experienced an important leap in his use of brushwork and ink. The hallmark of his art lies in the juxtaposition of the robust and solemn portrayal of mountains with the graceful and dynamic use of light ink. He excelled at creating a poetic atmosphere. Years of practice endowed him with a unique mastery of rendering clouds and mist. First and foremost, it's essential to depict the mountains meticulously, gradually fading the ink as it reaches the mountain's edges, allowing room for the effect of the clouds. Within the blank spaces, there are also smaller clouds gently billowing. The process of painting must be unhurried. Through his unhurried landscape paintings, Chen also tried to capture the social changes in China. In 2004, he finished a painting called Early Spring, featuring silk cotton trees and flowers. The silk cotton flowers are an emblem of Guangzhou. They grow well in spring and are majestic. So I tried to recreate its grandeur which embodies the pioneering spirit of Guangdong province. Guangdong province has been a pioneering region of economic development since China launched the reform and opening up policy in 1978, and people living in the province are known for their entrepreneurship. In his painting, Chun Jinjiang depicted the silk cotton trees growing in a valley. The straight trunk of the tree stands tall and overpowering, its branches curve downwards with the red flowers blooming upwards. The whole picture gives people a feeling of hope and exhilaration. Creating a single piece often takes Chun Jinjiang several months of painstaking refinement. He typically works in the quiet moments of the early morning, pauses around noon, revisits his work in the afternoon, and continues to think and create. Through this iterative process, the mountains, rocks and trees in his brushwork inevitably embody a sense of having weathered the ages and traversed both time and space. One fine example of his diligence and creativity is a painting about a 1,300-year-old lychee tree in Guangdong province. The tree was said to have been planted in the Tang dynasty, one of the most powerful dynasties in Chinese history. The tree has survived through the ages and still bears lychees today. To convey its resilience and longevity, Chun Jinjiang only used ink rather than colours in his painting. Chun Jinjiang marvels at nature's craftsmanship and the vitality of plants. His awe for the natural world has fueled his artistic journey, driving him to venture outdoors and keep on creating, even in his 90s. From 2016 until now, he has travelled to various places in Guangdong province and the neighbouring Guangxizhuang Autonomous Region. His creations as a result of these trips came out one after another. For Chun, each piece is a reflection of his life, encapsulating his experiences, observations 
and appreciation for the beauty of life and nature. In 2023, Chen Jinjiang donated over 100 of his representative works to the Guangzhou Cultural Center, which established the Chen Jinjiang Art Museum to honor him. My works are the cornerstone of my life. After retiring, I devoted myself entirely to creating. I've created a series of works and I'm ready to donate all of them. I hope to keep contributing to culture and the arts. The Chen Jinjiang Art Museum has become a popular destination, attracting artists and visitors from all around. In the captivating world of Chen Jinjiang's paintings, time seems to dissolve, allowing his brush to weave the essence of nature onto his canvas. Wargo Bo, an art critic, has always been impressed by Chun's works. I'd like to summarize Chen Jingzhang's art exhibition in three words: elevated, exquisite, and grand. His sentiments are shared by another critic, Hu Jiang. These works are the masterpieces of Chen Jingzhang. He not only carries forward history through his creative works, but also excels in portraying life. He is able to infuse the language of nature into his own brushwork, a skill at which I believe Chen Jingzhang has truly excelled. Many art critics agree that Chen Jingzhang's paintings are more than just static images, embodying his life experience and his own artistic philosophy. They are dialogues of the soul, conveying insights into nature, life, and humanity. With that, we conclude this edition of Footprints. Thanks for listening. I'm Bob Jones. If you're interested in hearing more about the lives of ordinary but incredible people in China, follow us on your favorite podcast platforms. Just key in Footprints, and you can find more stories anytime, anywhere. We'll see you next time. Bye for now.